This is Talking Urology. This Talking Urology ANZAP conference highlight features Shomik Simgupta talking with urologist Alex Kudakov from Fox Chase in Philadelphia regarding the significance of PT0 bladder cancer following neoadjuvant chemotherapy. Well, Alex, it was an interesting study that you presented uh, yesterday, which was uh, looking at the um, uh, response to therapy prior to cystectomy and the PT0 and uh, how that uh, might impact outcomes. Um, uh, just walk us through what your thoughts are in this uh, uh, area. Sure. So after TUR, about 10 to 15% of patients are actually rendered disease-free. And after new adjuvant chemo, that rate goes up to about 30%. So that's 30% of patients where we put them through a cystectomy. We take out their bladders and we find no cancer in the specimen. And over the years, there's been some effort to try to identify those patients. And all those efforts have largely failed. Um, they're... There is experience, however, that patients who refuse cystectomy, who don't really have any findings of cancer on endoscopic examination after new adjuvant chemotherapy, actually do quite well. There is uh, experience from Columbia, from Jim McKiernan, that uh, about 70% of patients uh, who refuse cystectomy actually kept their bladders long-term with uh, over, I believe, 50 months of follow-up. Um, so, you know, there is a really a huge opportunity here to accurately predict who those patients are. Amazingly, in 2017, we really don't know what a negative predictive value of a normal cystoscopy is. Whether, you know, say another way is we don't know what percentage of the time there is submucosal disease that we can't appreciate on cystoscopy. So, um, how do we go about assessing this? Uh, I gather that you're running a study at the moment to look at it. Right, so the, the only really way that um, uh, to truly answer that question is to examine the bladder right before cystectomy. Uh, and then, you know, in a very granular fashion, document what you're seeing visually, um, either do TUR or do targeted biopsies, and then remove the bladder. And so we're at Fox Chase Cancer Center, we actually started enrolling uh, patients into, into studies such as this, where we are right before cystectomy, looking in the bladder, documenting what we're seeing in the bladder, doing some targeted biopsies, and then, uh, and, and then going forward with the cystectomy. And we're also sort of piggybacking some correlative studies on um, biomarker and gene expression uh, and it really sort of immune response to, to this trial. So it's a very exciting time. Yeah, so you, you, you then go ahead and complete the cystectomy. Uh, so, you, so at the moment, that's not really changing what you do, but I guess if, depending on the results, you might, uh, down the track, look at leaving the bladder in and seeing what the outcomes are. Exactly right. We're hoping that we can identify a subset of patients that, you know, with high degree of accuracy, we can say that they really don't have some mucosal disease. This bladder is actually, you know, peak, uh, you know, patho would be a pathologic to zero if we took it out, and then this would be an opportunity to save those bladders. Okay. Well, sounds like it'll lead to some interesting results and a little bit more guidance. I mean, patients often want to know that if the bladder, if the tumor has shrunk and gone away, do I still need to have the bladder out? So, That's right. Question that comes um, up all the time. Indeed. So I think it'll be great to have uh, some sort of an answer to give them and excitingly, maybe some change of practice down the track if we can uh, avoid doing major surgery on them. Yeah, we've started just uh, just over six months ago. We've almost had 40 patients enrolled, so we're looking forward to some answers, yeah. Good luck with the rest of the accrual, and uh, we look forward to getting the results down the track. Great. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Talking Urology at ANZUP. Proudly supported by Ibsen.